Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Business Owners Radio, where established business owners get the latest insights, strategies, and practices to grow a sustainably profitable business. And now, taking care of business, your hosts, Craig Moen and Shai Gilad. Welcome to Business Owners Radio, Episode 76. In today's show, we'll be talking to Lorraine L. of Better Money Decisions and Excellent Consulting about how to avoid the major financial pitfalls that all business owners face. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Shai. Craig, when you work with a business that has started to have some financial success, you know, they've kind of figured out their product market fit. They're selling something, it's working, the company's growing. What are the challenges that you see that they face? Well, the first one is sort of taking their foot off the gas and they become a bit stagnant. You know, they're on cruise control a little bit, feeling good, like we've accomplished our first goals and it's looking good. And then they start seeing their competition kind of fly by them as they're realizing that they're just not pushing like they were. Yeah, you know, uh, we see this with business owners because they've worked so hard and usually by sheer force of will, they've grown their business. They've had some financial success. They've figured out the right segments to play in and they're serving those customers. And as they grow that business and now the business owner can bring some other people in to help run it, finally, they're starting to reap some of those rewards. And boy, that complacency can come back and bite you. It's a major problem when we look at the competition that's around them. You know, once they've got that momentum going, they have to keep their foot on the gas. They really need to maintain that momentum. You're getting traction and utilize that, really energize from that traction. And that's your time to accelerate even further. That's so true, Craig. And you know, the other challenge is now you have some momentum and you become so focused on that that you you get a little bit heads down and you lose sight of what's happening around you. And more importantly, you lose sight over where you want the business to be and why you started this in the first place. And there's a lot of financial challenges that come with that as well. You know, and our guest today, Lorraine L., understands risk management. She's seen it up close in personal living all around the world, including Saudi Arabia and Hungary after the fall of communism. She's a lifelong entrepreneur with decades of experience in financial and risk management. Good morning, Lorraine. Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Good morning, Shai and Craig. It's so wonderful to be here today. I'm talking to you from beautiful, clear sky, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Ah, the land of enchantment. We love New Mexico. (laughs) What a beautiful part of the country. It's wonderful, although I call it the land of entrapment because I came out here just on a whim about 15 years ago, and I'm still here. So, (laughs) Yeah, well, I think it's a hard place to leave. Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Lorraine, you have an extensive background in the financial industry, and I know that you've also had a financial radio show yourself. Tell us a little bit about what you're up to today. Well, a couple of years ago, I started a new firm with uh, Kate Stoltenberg, my business partner, and it's called Better Money Decisions. We're growing the firm. It's a registered investment advisory firm, and we're here to really help our clients make, as the name says, better money decisions. So it's more than just managing money. It's helping people manage their financial lives. So this is Kind of back to the future for me, I had an investment advisory firm back in the 80s. 
but left to start another business in Budapest, Hungary after the fall of communism. So when I came back to the States after leaving that business, I decided to get back into financial services and do it my way. So that's where I am now. Wow, lifelong entrepreneur. And I'd, I'd love to hear more about that experience in Hungary. Maybe you could just give us a little bit on what you're up to there and what led you to come back. Oh, not a problem. Let me just give you a little bit of background. I've lived a lot of different places overseas. And usually with those engagements, I always started a little side business. The first one I started was when I was 24, and it was an English language school in Saudi Arabia, believe it or not, which was very successful. But most recently, after the fall of communism, we saw an opportunity in Hungary to start importing and marketing health and beauty products for Hungarians from the United States. And it was a great experience to really see a country starting to evolve to become more of a Western-style business type of environment. And to see the change and how quickly the change happened was really a fantastic experience. And I think it helped form how I view business in general from then on. Lorraine, where did you get this drive? I mean, it, you've, it sounds like you've always had a side gig going on since your early 20s. And then to just jump into this opportunity, Hungary, where do you think that comes from for you? You know, I'm a risk taker. And I think a lot of that occurred when I was young. You know, I led a very privileged life up to about the age of 14 when my father became seriously ill. And my whole world turned upside down. And so from that experience where I learned that there are a lot of aspects to money and making money that are not typically learned by a 14-year-old, but I had to. I had a decision to make. I could either jump in and work hard and help my family, or I could become that kind of crazy teenager who didn't care and, and went wild. So I took the first path. And I think that has formed my ability to take risk because I learned that nothing is certain in life and that things can change in a moment and change from moment to moment. So I kind of lost that fear of taking risk and of trying things out because I realized there's nothing to lose. You never know what's going to happen anyway. You might as well give it a try. And did you have siblings? Oh, yes. I had three younger sisters. (laughs) Oh, man. So you really, (laughs) so you were probably feeling a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. Tremendous, because I took care of them and I took care of my ill father. And, you know, I worked, my mother went back to work. So I did a lot while trying to maintain good grades so I could get into college. There was a lot to do. And I think that also helped my ability to be extremely organized. I mean, I did things at the age of 14 that most adults still haven't mastered. But I could run a household and study and go to school and do after-school activities and take care of my sisters. And, you know, you have to have this tremendous organizational ability. So that combined, I think, with the willingness to take risk and the lack of fear, because I knew, I understood at a very early age, that nothing is certain and nothing's forever. Yeah, I can completely relate to that. That's an incredible story. (laughs) And and so then going on to start several different business ventures, and I'm sure you've helped a lot of business owners along the way. You know, I have, and I really do enjoy the whole mentoring process as well, because I love to see people develop their businesses and get a lot of joy and passion from doing them well. 
And I think that really helps me learn as well, because when you teach something, you learn. And that's kind of the whole joy of doing that in the first place. Lorraine, as a business owner, dealing with financial decisions every day and looking at risk, and you mentioned the risk assessment and analysis that you go through, what types of things are you seeing with a lot of the business owners today? And what's your observations and what can we do about it? You know, one of the things that I find that as businesses start to grow and you start adding employees, and then, of course, you have the responsibility of managing employees and providing structure and organization in the business so that it can even grow more and faster, you lose sight of why you started the business in the first place. And I think this is one of the biggest pitfalls that most business owners, especially business owners who have a million or more in revenue, th- things are moving along, stuff is, is going well, and you decide to add more and more people to keep the business growing. But because you get involved in the minutia of the business, on the day-to-day running of the business, it's so easy to forget the purpose, the core values, the underlying virtue that is necessary to really keep everyone motivated and working hard. And I think that's one of the biggest pitfalls that I see in business owners that have an ongoing enterprise. And how does that show up when you see that with those business owners? The problem is that then you start allocating your resources incorrectly. So if you lose sense of who you are and what you're trying to achieve, you kind of forget who your target market is. And then you start spending money on perhaps marketing that isn't going to be productive because it's not in line with your market and who you're trying to reach. And so I see a lot of advertising dollars being spent incorrectly or money being allocated incorrectly, trying to grow the business because there is not a alignment with the underlying purpose. And I think that's where the biggest financial pitfall comes in. I'm noticing as years go on and as the economy changes in higher speed, I find some risk aversion. What are your observations? Absolutely. Because once you have something then you develop the fear of it disappearing. And I think this is where understanding risk and what is risk and how you control risk is critically important because you cannot continue to grow without taking more risk. That's just the nature of things. Risk and reward, that combination of those two aspects of doing business really are inseparable. And the reward comes by reaching a little bit higher or reaching farther or trying something new and different. And that can either work to your advantage or not. But what I find is people who have a successful business and an ongoing concern, they become hesitant to take the kinds of risks they need to continue for their business to grow. Yeah, and ironically, the kinds of risks that got them there in the first place. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Because what does an entrepreneur do but Take risk. I mean, there is nothing but risk because nothing is a sure thing when you're starting out. So being able to balance how much risk you take and being able to be willing to give a few things a try that may make you uncomfortable, kind of pushing that comfort level beyond what you would like 
really can have tremendous benefit in the future. So this is what I found in my businesses all along. Even in when I was in Hungary and we had the health and beauty business, we realized that we couldn't just import things, that we had to actually develop a distribution system because it didn't exist back in the early 90s in Hungary. So again, even though we went in one direction thinking we were just going to import American health and beauty products, we had to take an additional risk in developing a distribution network. And that meant getting out and getting trucks and drivers and and people who would work to make sure our products were to the stores on time. You know, Lorraine, I think that served you so well. I'm thinking about how counterintuitive it is to talk to someone who's grounded in financial services <laughs> telling us about, hey, you know, you really need to take more risk. <laughs> but, but what I'm really hearing you say is that, you know, this is part of running a business and Absolutely. becoming an expert risk manager. I think you're taking more calculated risks, but uh, not shutting down and becoming so risk averse that you can't grow because that means your competitors are just going to eat your lunch. That is correct. I mean, if you're not growing, if you're not pushing to excel and to change and to make better and to improve, then you're falling behind. And it's only a matter of time before your business just kind of withers on the vine. Lorraine, along that risk management, we have the other extreme of owners looking over their shoulder and remembering 2008. Any thoughts there? Um, remembering the past. I mean, that is probably the biggest problem most people have because the past is gone. It's never coming back. It's not going to happen exactly the same way again. And so by looking into the past, it does no good to help you in trying to achieve something in the future. You know, the beginning of this podcast is as past as the age of the dinosaurs. So it's important to kind of free yourself from anchoring those thoughts and feelings to what had happened in 2008. Now, 2008, there's no doubt about it, shook the very financial foundation of our country and probably the world. There were tremendous issues that we got through. And even though there are those residual feelings, and we see it with our clients in the financial services industry all the time, where they don't want to go invest because they're fearful of what could happen. But what you have to remember is that after that huge decline, things turned around. The market is up over 240% since 2008, 2009. So that fear is really grounded in something that has fully recovered since then. And I think as a business owner, if you are fearful, you have lost because then you don't take the risk you need to take in order to propel your business forward. It's a huge problem, but it's a psychological or emotional problem that you have to free yourself from because nothing happens the same way twice. And then looking forward, keeping this mindset of taking on some manageable risk, what segments should I be looking at and planning the future from a business financial standpoint? So planning for the future. This is an aspect of business that a lot of people tend to ignore because, again, you're so busy building the business now and involved in the day-to-day that it's very easy to forget that you need to plan not only for your business future, and by that I mean what's the end game, 
but also for your personal financial future. In other words, how are you going to retire? I mean, I know that as an entrepreneur, we all love to work and plan to work as long as possible. But sometimes that's the key. Eventually, our health is going to catch up with us and we're not going to be able to sustain the kind of work that we do right now. And so the planning that has to go into figuring out what's the end game for the business that I have right now? Am I going to sell it? Am I going to merge it? Am I going to have employees buy it out? Or am I just going to close it down and walk away? These kinds of things have to be decided, and you need to start thinking about that now. In the same regard, you need to think about, well, where's the money coming from for me personally? Now, it could come from selling the business, and there you'll have a nice little nest egg that you can go off and do a kind of retirement or live the life you want to live. But the other aspect of it, too, is that you need to start saving for yourself along the way. It is so tempting to take any profits from a business and keep reinvesting them in that business. But then you're not planning for your future self. And that is a huge pitfall. Yeah. And that's actually the wrong kind of risk. Yes. (laughs) It is the wrong kind of risk because a lot of uh, psychological studies have been done on this, but it's very hard for us to see ourselves more than five years into the future. So it's hard for me to envision my 85-year-old self. You know, I can't imagine that I'll ever get there. And it's hard for us to, therefore, plan for that 85-year-old self because it's hard for us to see what we'll be like, what our lives will be like, and what we will need in order to live a happy and successful future. But it's imperative that at least you force yourself And maybe with the help of some outsider, either an outside advisor or a person that you trust, a mentor, to help you formulate some ideas of how you're going to manage things 5, 10, 15 years down the road. Lorraine, this has been such great information. I can tell you, you really have my wheels turning. <laughs> and, I'm thinking, and, I'm, you know, and it's so true about that idea about your future self. I recall some research that was done where they would show a study group images of what they might look like in old age. Right. And, and right. had a control group that they did not show those images to. or they And then they wanted to see how they would treat different kinds of investment decisions. And there was a notable difference in the folks that actually saw themselves as an older person. Right. But it's really difficult without literally seeing that picture. (laughs) That is correct. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and that's just the way we're wired. And so where can I start as a business owner to kind of get an idea of where I am now so that I can plan better for the future? So if you're interested in the Excel, it's 10 point firm checkup, which is a a little PDF that I have on my website, you can go there to excelit.com and that's spelled E-X-C-E-L-L-A-T. Now, the advisory firm checkup is geared towards advisory firms. It's geared towards the financial services industry, but it is really very general business information. And it goes through things like, what's your differentiator? How do you make clients feel welcome and comfortable with your services? Is your client communication up to par? What kind of technology do you need to make your services most effective? So as you can see, a lot of these points in the 10-point checkup 
have to do with just general business knowledge. So it can apply across the board to any business owner. Well, that's a great place to start. And I'm sure our listeners will appreciate that. And we'll, of course, also have links to that in our show notes at our website at businessownersradio.com. All right. That sounds wonderful. Lorraine, thank you so much for being with us today. We really, really appreciate your input. Thank you very much, Shai and Craig. I really enjoyed this. Our guest today has been Lorraine L., CEO of Better Money Decisions and President of Excellent Consulting. You can learn more about Lorraine and download the free 10-point advisory checkup in our show notes at businessownersradio.com. This episode has been sponsored by Align for Business at Align, the number four, business.com. Thank you for joining us on Business Owners Radio. We hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, you can read more about each episode along with links and offers in the show notes on our website, businessownersradio.com. We want to hear your feedback. Please leave comments on this show or suggestions for upcoming episodes. Tell your fellow business owners about the show and, of course, you would love the stars and comments on iTunes. Till next time, keep taking care of business.